0: WaveAct, the web-free software company that understands what you want. Hi everyone, welcome at WaveAct. Today with Jamie Parmenter, who is the CEO of Will Nifty and an editor of Vinyl Chapters. I'm really pleased to have you here. Thank you, Jamie. It's a pleasure talking with you. And today we're going to talk about the future of web-free communities. And yeah feel free to introduce yourself a little bit what are your passions what are you passionate about and yeah also would love to know about will nifty and what's going on
1: in your everyday life fantastic no uh, thanks again for uh, inviting me onto the show kevin it's a pleasure to be here um yeah i guess i'll give your your listeners a, a bit of a overview of, of who i am and what i do now so um yeah um I actually started off in the music industry. So you, you speak about passion. That is basically one of my big passions in life. Uh, since I was young, I've always been into music and um, my, my career up until uh, recently has always re- evolved around the music industry. So I've been in and out of radio stations, working um, uh, in, in, in a past life. Um, I've been in, in media outlets in, in various different um, business modes. And um, yeah, and that's basically what led me to starting uh, Vinyl Chapters, which uh, I started about six years ago now. So again, it just evolved from a passion of um, uh, music and communities and and seeing how I could uh, access that and make something my own in that space. So what I did, I started uh, taking photos of people holding up a record and then they would tell me a little bit about why they chose that record. So it kind of started uh, off with me hanging around outside record stores in the, in the real world and um, just chasing down people when they left the store with a vinyl record, um, and asking them questions. And then this basically grew. And in the end, I would actually get people submitting uh, their their own photos to me through the website I was building, which was Vinyl Chapters. And uh, yeah, it, it grew into a lovely community with lots of music fans. And I started adding music reviews and interviews to the site. Started adding a, a few um, a few writers to the team and starting to monetize it. And uh, yeah, th- th- it was going really well. And um, this is there was a point in time where I decided to start writing a bit more about uh, music and technology and that's uh, what ultimately led me towards uh, the web 3 and nfts and and that whole space that's uh, developed over the last um four or five years and it's been a very interesting journey for me i mean it started off with me uh, purchasing my first nft which was obviously for me my passion is music so it was a music-based nft this was with kings of leon rock band which actually came with a physical vinyl record and I just loved the integration of the physical and digital, and and it was very interesting to see how this community worked. Um, so I started writing an article about it. So, um, yeah, all the good points about it, all of some uh, bad points. There was um, what NFTs are, what um, gas prices are, just for, for the community so they could learn with me. And uh, it went really well. But what really showed me the power of uh, Web3 was how the communities could grow and get involved now there was a couple of issues with this drop because obviously it was the first of its kind uh, back a couple of years ago and one of the main issues was that the vinyl physical record didn't get delivered until uh 10 months after the purchase of the oh. nft yeah there's a lot of mistakes in that area and also at one point the uh, company were actually trying to charge people outside of the us about a hundred dollars for delivery so again this is something that the community kicked up about, they was not happy with it, um, and surprisingly to me, they were listened to very quickly as well, so they dropped the price to delivery to $10, and it was astounding to me, I just saw this community really come together and it just showed the power of uh, web free Communities to me, and that made me want to get more involved. So, I put out this article and um, it started getting picked up by a few uh, radio, by a few um, uh, outlets like the BBC website. I got invited onto a couple of radio stations to talk about Web3 and NFTs. And then um, I started building up my connections. And that's where I actually met the founder of Real Nifty, who had just founded the company. And again, we just got talking and realized we were both on the same wavelength when it came to NFTs and how we can combine the physical and digital and how we could actually improve that usability of it. So that's basically what we've been developing over the last couple of years. And we started off as a uh, agency, an NFT agency, where we would help uh, companies and creatives and artists really build out their NFT ideas, help with the marketing, the web development, everything in those directions and um yeah we still do that now but we are also working towards a marketplace build that is really built around that physical and digital aspect and uh, that's hopefully being released in the next few months and uh, we're really looking forward to seeing how that goes and uh, where the industry takes us next
0: (laughs) me too i think everyone awesome (laughs) very inspiring story jamie Uh, thank you for sharing this and uh, you already talked a lot about uh, communities in general right? What actually makes a community for you? How, how would you describe it to someone who has never been in, yeah, I think everyone knows to some extent what a community is, but how yeah. would you describe Web3 communities? Are there any different?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. And I think it's probably best to sort of describe what the, uh, the definition of a community is. So what a definition of a community used to be was people with common interests that living in a particular area. So that's that's uh, that's how I, I used to see it. But obviously with the growth of the internet, which has been fantastic, and technology is, is global now. You don't have to even be there in the same room with someone in your community. You can be speaking to someone halfway across the world and you can be in a community with them. It's been a fantastic transition. So so for me, put simply now, it's people with common interests that associate together, whether that be um, uh, in real life or whether that be uh, digitally. So, I mean, I feel that, that they have to have some, some common interests. So this is common, whether it's in real life or web-free or anywhere. It could be anything to do with, say, football or gaming or, I don't know, learning a language, music, and um, but it also covers uh, that web-free atmosphere as well. So for me, communities would meet in a certain place, whether it's in the real world or a digital world. And um, these days, especially in Web3, it can be places like the metaverse or it can be places like virtual reality. Those obviously are still growing and still amending. And it's going to be interesting to see where they go, because obviously not everyone can have access to those at the moment. It's still a relatively small community in regards to the entire world. But it's growing and it's gonna be another way in the future where communities can really converse, they can build relationships, they can grow. Growth is definitely one of the biggest important things for me, it's, it's got a place where people can really evolve and learn and, and build those new ideas and new ideals. So it doesn't have to be web free. There's, there's a lot of uh, similarities where it is, but it, I think it's more the technology has changed the way that communities uh, come together. And I think that's one of the most important things for me. Um, If I take you back to music again, I think like because for me being of a certain age, I think the transition stage for me has been more important than than anything else. Obviously, kids that are being born now, they're going to be born into Web3 in this whole decentralized world that's, uh, that's happening around us. But for me, I kind of grew up um, when the when the internet, I guess, was was coming in. I was like a teenager, so it was completely changed, but that took a long time to actually develop into what it is today as well. So if, if we if we take communities from the music aspects, when I was uh, at university, for example, I was a massive fan of a band called the Libertines. And uh, they were huge in the UK and because they were in this kind of transition stage as well, they started off as a band which used community aspects where they would actually go and meet them in the real world. They'd hold parties after their gigs where people could come and join them. And again, it was a real sense of community. But then they started using technology to actually increase their engagement with fans. So this came about when um, they would use message boards to actually invite people to say a house gig, which would only be on in about an hour's time. So people would then rush to go to this house gig. And it was kind of a a mix of different ways that they would actually invite people here. So um, they would create fanzines where it's obviously like a, a booklet of information about the band each month, which you could join for a price. And then if you were part of this fanzine, you could then actually uh, gain access to special VIP gigs and uh, win competitions, that kind of thing. And if you look at it from a web 3 respect, that was exactly what Web 3 is starting to do now and is trying to link the physical and the digital and real life experiences. For example, you can buy an NFT and if you have that NFT, then you would have access to, say, a VIP message board channel in Discord or it could be access to a gig in the real world. So it's just been fantastic to see this collaboration with with um, with community and web free and how it's evolved from being completely in real life to now being digital and real life.
0: Awesome. Um, yeah, communities in general use a variety of different platforms and tools, right? Because mm. um, you said uh, people come together, right? Where do they come together and how Do they get there usually right how how is that a process from let's say a to x at least right not yeah would be would love to know
1: yeah that's that's another great question um there is a lot of different places that people have started building these communities and i think what actually was a a very big catalyst was the um was the pandemic uh, a couple years ago which started this basically started people trying to find other ways to actually build communities they couldn't no longer go out in the real world they couldn't go out in the real world and meet people there they had to stay inside so they had to find ways of technolo- technologically finding those communities and the, the 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 technology for communities online just blew up completely like people needed that that community and, and companies realize, people realize, and we're looking for ways for this to find this. And so I think one of the, the main catalysts that, that I saw is um, uh, audio rooms. I, I thought that was a brilliant way to really bring people together. Uh, it, mean you, it, mean, it meant you didn't need as, as big a bandwidth uh, to have the video. I know some people aren't comfortable with video anyway, so it would be quite good just having their voice there. And one of the uh, big um, platforms that actually came up around the pandemic was uh, Clubhouse. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's not as big now because a lot of different companies have actually basically copied them and made their own version. But at that time, it was amazing to see. And uh, for me personally, I, w- I would go into Clubhouse and just like fit around all the different rooms. But but what the rooms that really struck me were the Web3 rooms, and especially the ones with creatives involved. Um, there was lots of artists out there that really whether it's music or actual artwork that really sort of joined together on, on a Clubhouse and it was really fantastic to see. Um, they couldn't go out, for example, and exhibit their paintings anymore. They had no way to make money at the, at the moment. This is how they made money. And what I found uh, in in the Clubhouse rooms was this really powerful community aspect that, that they had formed and through the power of web3 and NFTs they were able to con- continue creating they were able to continue their passion and actually get paid for it and all these artists would be supporting each other they'd be buying each other's work they would be promoting it on their own channels so people would sell their artwork and it was it was fantastic to see so audio channels have, have been like a great community builder and now obviously we have Twitter spaces which has been fantastic um, we also have LinkedIn Live Audio, which is almost out of beta now. I think a few more people have started using it, and it's been fantastic to see. And, yeah, I mean, even at Real Nifty, we we try and host uh, Twitter spaces each week. We have a great uh, marketing team, um, and one of our marketers, Molly, she holds a uh, women in web-free chat every week to, to get people involved in that community. And it's just been fantastic to see all these little communities pop up. But I mean, for me, that's only like one of the areas where Web3 has flourished. And another one uh, is uh, in Discord. So Discord, for, for those of you that might not know, it's kind of like an online message board that was originally built, I believe, for uh, gamers to be able to chat and converse uh, as they play their games and, and, and about that kind of thing. So, so Web3 has kind of almost been retrofitted into uh discord which you can kind of tell at times it's it's not the most easy platform to use i'm sure a lot of your listeners have used it and it can be very awkward. You have to do a lot of bits and pieces to actually um, get to the channels you want. I know people get really overwhelmed by the amount of channels that they have to keep going in and out of. So it's not the best thing at the moment. But if you can find those communities that, that welcome you, that, that you're really interested in, it's a great place to sort of make friends and build and just have those conversations that, that people might not be having in the real world. So. Yeah, um, Discord is another great platform. And then obviously, if we're speaking about web free, you've got the metaverse and virtual reality and augmented reality, which is coming on. But for me at the moment, it's, it's still got a way to go to, until we actually adopt it properly. And, if we, and as we do start to adopt it more, I personally feel we need to make sure that we, we don't throw away the physical world. We can't just be stuck on a headset or in the metaverse for, say, Eight hours a day. We 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 still need to be able to come back to the real world and actually associate with that. But the technology is absolutely amazing, and I really appreciate the people that that build it and build these amazing worlds within there. And yeah, gradually we, those communities are going to grow, and, and they're going to be fantastic. I know that we've got the bored apes that are building out their other side metaverse. I'm interested to see how that goes. And, uh, yeah, it's just a really interesting space to be a part of. Um, I guess the the other platforms that I, I, I think deserve a, a nice mention, uh, we're going to see a rise of social media platforms that are actually decentralized and part of Web3, so owners would be able to actually uh, make a lot more money than if they are, say, on, t- on Twitter or, or Instagram or Facebook, where a company owns it and actually profits off any uh, piece of content that you use. And then there's really exciting projects out there, like um, I'm not sure whether you've heard of uh, Adinverse. So, um, Adinverse is actually, no, you haven't heard that. So, Adinverse is actually run by the guy who created uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, um, it's an American uh, comedy, uh, Rob McKenney, I believe his name is. So, what it is, he's actually brought creators all into a community within a Discord. And what they actually do with in this community is create characters. So they've got special creator rooms where they would actually all get together. They create uh, characters that they can, for example, sell to a um, uh, TV series or, or sell the idea to other companies. And for every character that gets used elsewhere, the people that own that NFT are in, in that community actually profit from that. They'll get a percentage of uh, how much money that character makes. So again, it's just these communities that are actually coming together, having fun and actually, in some instances, able to make money from them.
0: Awesome. Uh, Yeah, a super interesting time to be alive, right? Uh, Many things are happening right now. Uh, Many things are being built. And as you said, uh, people recognize some weaknesses in existing tools, right? UX is a huge issue in the whole web free space and uh, community building is definitely one of them right yeah um you talked about discord not being ideal for building communities or at least being in multiple communities at least that's uh, what i recognize for myself having 20 servers or something like that on the side and you just think mute 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 please let yeah. me alone yeah <laughs> so um where do you see that kind of uh tools or in general Where do you think are we heading? Because um, it's obviously an issue, right? Otherwise, not so many people wouldn't complain about it. I don't think Discord is now making a 360 uh, degree shift towards Web3 at the moment. At least not that I'm aware of. So where do you see the future of community building?
1: Yeah, that's, um, uh, that's great. Um, yeah, like you say, Discord really doesn't suit everyone. It's it's not a, a, It was kind of like a stopgap in my mind because um, there wasn't a platform that Web3 could actually use uh, when, when it first started getting a bit more popular. And so, yeah, Discord kind of popped up and everyone started using that. And like you say, I don't feel that the company really wants to uh, retrofit it so, it so it's usable with just Web3. They want to continue how they are. So in the long term, th- this is going to have to be uh, sorted for sure. And the, 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 I think the, the problem is is that it's just not usable. And like a lot of everything in Web3 at the moment, the usability really is an issue. And that's why uh, it hasn't been mass adopted yet. Um, the technology just hasn't got to that stage where we can make sure that everyone uh, can mass adopt it. Uh, setting up a crypto wallet, for example, is is quite difficult for some people. Being able to even buy crypto is, is difficult for some people. And again, this is uh, the problems with, with some communities. It's just an overload of information, especially, like you said, if you've got 10, 20 channels in Discord, you can't keep up with everything. So I think people just need to really choose those communities that they really want to be a part, with, part of and really sort of focus on those. But more and more communities are going to be built online, so I think there needs to be a social platform or or a, a web free specific platform where these can actually develop in a way that is a lot easier for people to build their communities. Uh, what that's going to take the form of, I, I don't know. I mean, this is completely wide open. It could be a, a, a platform similar to say um, uh, discord in, uh, some of the other social channels we have at the moment are trying to introduce nfts and web 3 into their own channels whether or not that's going to work i don't know and then you, obviously you have um the the rise like i just mentioned earlier of the metaverse and vr these are going to be spaces that communities are going to be able to grow into as well but again how much time people are going to spend in those communities is uh, open for interpretation um but, yeah, I think like they they need to actually come together with more of that physical aspect in my mind, because you can't be all all the time online and yeah. people want to have that real life experience. So I think there's going to be some integration in that respect, whether that's going to be, say, more augmented reality uh, um, types of in, types of technology that are going to happen. Again, this could be in ten years' time. But for me, the main the main fact is that it needs to get easier for people to use Uh, until it gets easier for people to use. There isn't going to be the mass adoption and uh, the community building that we all want to see. And they need uh, these these platforms need to keep the community engaged, because otherwise the community will start breaking apart. They have to keep it interesting. They have to keep people engaged, they have to offer community something for being part of the community. It's all these kind of elements that need to be improved. And uh, it's, it's really going to uh, change change uh, how the world views communities. And um, I'm very excited to see the direction it actually takes next.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Um, as I said, super interesting time to be alive. Um, and yeah, thank you for that insight, uh, Jamie. Um, Looking at that, I, I'm i a little bit, you know, um, I, I'm a software developer, you know, I, I don't know all the uh, tools that currently popping up. So for me, it would be interesting if there are already some uh, competitive platforms that might at least have the chance, let's say, to to get up to Discord levels, let's say. Yeah. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think there is a few platforms out there that are gonna, going to grow in that uh, direction. I know there is quite a few uh, web-free social media platforms that are actually trying to grow. But whether the world is is ready for that yet, I don't know. Um, if we look at the launch of the Coinbase NFT marketplace, they actually tried to add in social media elements to that marketplace for the first time. and it didn't kind of go the way they wanted, I guess. Um, obviously, with the market downturn, there probably wasn't as much interest as we wanted. But, but the thing with the social media elements was like people could now comment on people's NFTs. And as, as you can imagine, um, there was a lot of backlash on this. There were some really bad, negative comments. People started getting abused. I mean, this is the, the negative part of uh, social media and how it can react. Um, I mean, for me personally, the the web free space when it comes to communities is usually quite nice. Everyone feels like they're part of this community, whereas if you look at traditional social media, if people can almost like feel um, bullied on there and it's been it's been a horrible atmosphere for some people in the past to be a part of. So I think there's there's that wariness that that people uh, are feeling when it comes to to um, web free platforms. And I think th- the good thing about them is we're building them from scratch. And we've had these experiences with other platforms before. So we can actually build in mechanisms that actually protect us against that. And um, and I'm sure you've seen in the web free communities, everyone is very con- inclusive. Everyone comes from a lot of different backgrounds. So we have a lot of different opinions and a lot of different attitudes and what we need to do is just all basically come together and make sure that the uh, platforms grow in the right direction and then at the right speed. I mean, we're, we're there's no rush at the moment. We're in a build mode. The market is is down, everyone's building. So this is the time that we need to make sure that these platforms that are growing are are gonna actually benefit uh, all of us in the whole and, and actually work better than what Discord does at the moment. I mean, if we're looking at other platforms that are potentially coming up, they've, uh, you've got um more of a blog platform called uh, mirror.xyz. Mm-hmm. so that's been fantastic uh, the creators make uh, money it's it's decentralized it has its own uh, coin and everything it's it's a really great platform to actually uh for people to expel their knowledge to actually grow the communities in that respect it's not like a quick you know type of message and then um get instant feedback like um but discord is but again you can grow a community around your ideas and, and your takes and people will be able to comment on that so that's one platform that other than discord that i've been enjoying recently and um there's another one i can't remember the name of it now i might have, you might have to put it in the show notes but basically it's a uh, old oh, showcase it's called showcase so basically this is aiming to be a um web free digital uh social media platform They've, I think that's one of the wrong, longest running ones that I've, I've uh, actually seen. And again, they're, they're building every day to um, add new features onto their social platform. But, but like I said, it's just we just need to make sure we build in the right way and we need to make sure that it's all inclusive and um, make sure that there's none of this uh, baiting and, and bullying that is going to be hard to stop, but we'll, we'll yeah. see how that goes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, social media is in general a really <laughs> uh, <laughs> can be a really dark place to be in if if you uh, got some things wrong. Um, yeah. yeah, do you have three key takeaways for the audience watching or listening to this, which you want them to remember? Because you said a lot of different uh, and really important and interesting things, and yeah, just to make it easier to remember should
1: be awesome. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, So I think one of my main points would be uh, when you're getting involved with any community, whether it's uh, in real life or web free or anywhere, just be true to yourself. Um, be true to your interests. Uh, when you're looking to join and start that community, it's something that you're gonna need. And that's why you're there in the first place. You're there to associate with like-minded people with uh, like-minded opinions. So I think that would be my first point. Um, um, the second would probably be know that you can influence the direction of Web3 communities and relish in that power. Um, as a community, you're there to, to help the community grow. You're there to build that, that community. And um, like I said, with my experience uh, right from the beginning of Web3 with the Kings of Leon drop, I saw the community really take hold of what they wanted and drive it in the direction they wanted, which was fantastic. So yeah, um, you, yeah, know that you can influence your communities, and um, education would be my my uh, uh, last one. To actually grow these communities, we need to educate people on uh, what Web three is and uh, how you can be a part of it. Obviously, as we've been discussing, uh, there, are, there are barriers to entry at the moment, but the more people talk about it and the more people invite people into these communities, the stronger they're gonna get and the, the more people are gonna understand. So uh, yeah, those would be my three points.
0: 100%, 100%, awesome. Hey, thank you, Jamie, for being here. It's really a pleasure and uh, was just an amazing episode. Yeah, Thank you for your time. Thank you everyone for watching and yeah. See you soon.
1: Thank you very much.
0: WaveAct, the web-free software company that understands what you want.